Three, two, one, rolling. So if you just heard our theme song, it means Eric bought it and added it. <laughs> and if you didn't hear our theme song, then it means Eric didn't buy and add it. The theme song I'm considering <laughs> is $35. Yeah, I don't really care about <laughs> that. that. significant. It's either purchased or not, my friend. Mm, well. It's either purchased or not. So what, who are we here? What are we doing? So this is Time to Woke Up, and I am Corey. I'm Eric. And we are back. What are we talking about today? So... Well, at the end of this episode, would you like to read our first email that we received? We did receive an email. Yes, and I'm pretty excited about it. Should we? It's a it's teaser for the end. Yes, teaser All for right. the end. That so gives don't you time. Fast forward. Do not. Please listen no, no, to our no. content first. Okay, so today's episode, get excited, is me doing a somewhat dramatic reading of a book that we took out of the library for the kids that is unbelievably sexist. Oh, are you and- gonna actually read the book? Um, yeah, it's not that long. All right. Okay. So this is a book. Like, am I allowed to just say the title and just like call him out on this? Yeah. So the the book is called The Best Time of Day. Oh. And it's got this cute boy and uh, a puppy galloping in a field with a farmer on a tractor in the background. Looks very benign. Okay. So all of us, me. Try not to turn away from the microphone. Well, you know, I want the people to hear the book. Okay. All right. It's very hard to do a reading like this. Yeah. Like this. Okay. So so it starts off innocent enough, okay? I know you're concerned about the length of this, but I promise it will be fine, okay? No. So it the whole book is about the favorite time of day, okay? Mm-hmm. I will I will summarize the first page is about how the rooster likes to get up and cockle doodle do when the sun shines. Great. Okay. Page saw, one down. Saw that one coming. Now this one piques my interest. The best time of day for farmhand bill bauer is 6 a.m pop out of the bed for a shower time for a sudzing time for a song sometimes his parakeet pete sings along so like that i don't know before he goes to work yeah he's taking a shower the shower is cow print i don't know it's okay the parakeet is an odd choice for a pet but i'm gonna let it go it's weird that a farmhand would shower in the morning you would shower when you're done working the farm yes but you know so but like nothing really i just i don't know I don't think anyone... Is that really his favorite time of the day? I don't know. I I start to question... "Mm." And then we get to the page that starts it all. The best time of day for the farmer's wife, Mabel, is breakfast with pancakes and eggs on the table. Delicious. With apples a sizzle and muffins galore and all of our family hungry for more. First of all, that is a significant breakfast. Um, Do you see the spread? (laughs) I see from here, I see like a basket of muffins... Pancakes, cereal, something in like a casserole dish. The dog is eating. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, at least seven or eight sunny side up eggs. Yes. She also has one burner on her stove. Well, so she's how been she slaving for hours. Like, like, I mean, she must have been worse. I, I got to say her hair looks great. I know. She's a good looking Get woman. Get out of here. And everyone's at the table except for her and she's, she's still manning the oven she's at the stove and this is mabel's best fucking time of the day like i'm sorry but i read this page and i'm like and i know everyone's gonna be like man like but she wants to make her family happy and i'm like okay that's fine but i gotta tell you i don't buy that this is her favorite time of day she can like feeding everybody and making them happy also farmhand bill is there this is where I start to find it a little weird. Is this commonplace on farms that your farmhands just live and they like? Sh- I would they're think just on- in, a, in a in a time of day, like in, a, in if you go back far enough in our history, yeah, when farms were but they don't look more- old. 
Like, this looks semi-modern. I think a farmhand living on site is probably right. normal. And he's young. Let me tell you, farmhand Bill's no, uh, he, he's not old, okay? He's, like, pretty young compared to the So parents. what is the problem so far? Okay, so my problem so far is that the wife's favorite time of day is is cooking for, like, I mean, an unbelievable spread for okay. this family. This bothers me that she's not allowed to, like, I don't know, have a bubble bath or go for a bike ride or do something that she actually probably is it, enjoys. How many kids do they have? They have three children, her, a grandmother, okay. farmhand Bill, is and her husband. Is it realistic that a mother with three children and a and couple of guests in the home is going to sit for a bubble bath in the morning? Like, is that realistic? I don't know. Is it realistic for her to make a seven-course breakfast? No. But it's no. also not realistic for her to be soaking in a bath. Okay. Well, I'm just saying that she might like her walk better. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Okay. Thank you. I'm annoyed All right. about Mabel and her best time of day but don't worry the cat gets to nap so the cat's marmalade the cat gets to sleep in the old scarecrow hat so the cat gets to sleep but the mom has to make the 17 course breakfast so would you prefer the cat what made the breakfast Marshes i don't know a BLM I just what is a cat an, supposed to it, do? it was an interesting what was our cat doing know. just before we started podcasting <laughs> i'm just saying that when i see how hard the mother's working and then i just see the cat doing nothing it just reminds me of how much the woman's doing just Stay with me. Right. Then the son's at school, and his favorite time is to go out recess and play. So great for him. And then this is where it really turns the corner. I was ready to let the Mabel stuff go, that the mom's favorite thing was dinner, and then or making breakfast. And then it says, the best time of day, declares Farmer Fred, is eating his lunch in the shade of the shed with his dog alongside and a note from his wife, kisses, XXX, till supper, Ah, uh, this is the life. So not only did she have to make that breakfast, but then she had to pack him lunch and she has to pack she packs him a note that says kisses till dinner. Okay. That tells me that she might enjoy the process. I don't know. This You think if me. she hated it, she'd be writing notes? All right, fair enough. I just don't like that he gets to sit and relax in the shade and she's just homework. So if he know. ate his lunch in the sun, this yes. is better? Oh, yes, perfect sense. Maybe he made his own lunch. I would feel better. All right. Then there's a, a sad woman from next door that is just waiting for snapshots from her friends. They so make this, this is newer. She's like waiting for texts or something. Well, from the mailman. But yeah. same same thing. Well. Then the baby's best time of day is when they go out for a stroll. They see the, the piggies and the cows and daddy's on the plow. Okay. This is a part that's creepy to me, and I'm going to show you the picture. It says, the best time of day for Joe's sister, Star. Who's Joe? I don't know. Hmm. Wait. This book sucks. I know. Wait, is Joe the farmhand? Who wrote this book? A woman, which I'm so... Wait, who the hell is Joe? You know that you leave the writing to the men. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Who's Joe? Oh, wait, Joe's the little boy. So oh. Joe's sister, Star. Like, what? All the names are, like, relatively normal. And then Star. Okay. So Joe's sister, Star, is, you know, they just needed to rhyme with guitar. I mean, oh, it's, it's, it's a bit of a reach, Eileen. Um, who's the author? Eileen Spinelli. <laughs> so it's the best time of day for Joe's sister, Star, is four when she pr- practices on the guitar. Her music's so lovely, a warm bluesy style, that farmhand Bill stops to listen a while. But farmhand Bill doesn't just stop by. He <laughs> creeps in the window behind her, and she doesn't know he's watching. And I think that's fucking creepy. 
Um, Come on, look at that! Re- look at that positioning in that window. Like he couldn't like let her know he's there. <laughs> well, you don't want to interrupt the artist at work, and, and it couldn't be like her dad. You know, like it's got to be this farmhand. Like I don't know, the farmhand freaks me out. I do not like having this like teaged, like angsty sudsy boy just it like, be like roaming farmhand around. Bill. Rubs one out like on the outside <laughs> watching Star with the guitar. Farmhand Bill reached into a drawer, <laughs> grabbed a pair of panties. <laughs> How old is this girl? I don't know. But her favorite time of the afternoon is four. I was going to say, and his favorite time is four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So it's just creepy to me. And then this is the nail in the coffin for me. Grandma. <clears throat> The best time of day for Granny McCall is 5 p.m. Why? That's when Gus comes to call. The two of them sit on the porch ring together and chat about chickens and changes in weather. So don't worry. All women need men to come around in this story. So the mother has to cater to the husband. And now the lonely grandmother waits all day for Gus to come. But don't wait. Don't worry. What do you think Gus's favorite time of day is? The best time of day for Granny's friend Gus is when Mabel says, Stay! Have supper with us! There's plenty of cornbread and plenty of stew. Gus sheepishly grins. Don't mind if I do. Don't worry, Mabel's fucking on it. She's got another 17-course meal for everybody coming right up after taking care of the kids all day. <laughs> is she holding a kid in that in that picture? Yes. Is that Star? That's, no, that's the baby, Nicole. Oh, I mean, I don't know if you're old and your husband dies and you meet some like guy. But at like the again, bingo. The grandmother has nothing holding her back. Like you said, oh, the mom's got too much to do with the three kids. Well, the grandma's got nothing holding her back. Why couldn't it be a female friend? Why couldn't they go for? I'm just I saying. It could have been. I finish this. Well, I think that. Oh, that's the, and then the dog. The dog gets to go play in the. But sunset. what do you want the dog to do? I don't know, but I'm mad about the woman. And then the owl's favorite time of day is the night. Oh, yeah. Like, do you want the dog to be reading feminist literature? No, but I I just, like, you know, I don't know. So then I'm like, ugh, obviously a dude wrote this. Like, ugh, stupid a idiot. A guy wouldn't write this. And then I, okay, a guy absolutely would. No, he wouldn't. Think, yes, he would. Every book ever like this has been written by a man until this one. No. So I turn it over, and it's Eileen Spinelli. Illustrated for, by Brian Langdo. Obviously, Brian had influence in the text. I'm, well, I'm I would say. say all the talent in this book lies in the illustration. Well, yes, this the book sucks. Doesn't it piss you off when in a kid's book, it's like written by Eric Bruchette, illustrated by Corey Bruchette. And the the text of the book is like, dog ran fast. Fast doggy ran. And, then I think and it's like, you didn't write this. This was just- definitely could have written this so like just take full credit i hope they get paid the same it's all the illustrations i hope the illustrator gets paid more i mean unless i mean there are some really good kids books that let me see the book the words no hold on i have one final point oh please and thank you still we're still doing oh my god is this the episode yes oh okay (laughs) i just wanted you i said eric this book really pissed me off can i do an episode on it and you said yes okay so then i i peel to the back here this is this really got me Eileen Spinelli's best time of day is mid-afternoon when she sits down with a cup of tea and a good book. She has written more than 30 books for children, including Sophie's Masterpiece, A Spider's Tale, and When Mama Comes Home Tonight, both illustrated by Jane Dyer. She lives in Westchester, Pennsylvania with her husband, 
author Jerry Spinelli. Like, at the end of her bio, it has to be about how her husband's an author. Like, he, like that just has to get slid in there. Like, why can't it just be her husband? I'm looking, and, her, I'm looking her up now. All right. Well, I hope her other books aren't as bad because Eileen Spinelli, I am annoyed at how sexist this is. And I get it. I get Farms and the woman. But, like, come on, man. Give him a little bit of independence. So... Jerry Spinelli wrote a book called Star Girl, so that's probably where Star came from. Yeah. Well. Uh, it honestly seems like her and her husband are like equally as you know awarded. She has a lot of awards. She's she's written a lot of books. She's well, old. yeah. Each book has like twenty words in it. I she's mean, like could, eighty. I could bang these out. Well, maybe that's the problem. Maybe she's just fucking old. Yeah, she was I, born in forty two. All right. Well, Eileen. Shouldn't look. Doesn't look a day over seventy. Well, you know what? She's been through a couple feminist movements, so I gotta tell you, <laughs> she's kind of shit in the bed on this one. All right, listen. She, she, her husband is author Jerry Spinelli. Yeah, I, I heard in Eileen's bio, I learned about how they he's met an while working for a magazine. Calm, calm, calm. Do you want like a tea? Jesus, this really annoys you're me. angrier about this than anything we've ever talked about. <laughs> That's not they true. met while working for a magazine, and they have six children. So there you go. She likes a big family. She probably was expected to provide for them for the a size period of, of time. I, I, fair enough. Providing mean like uh, this was, good for them. This was like, I don't know. I get it. I And I get it's a re- it could be kind of a reach. But in my current headspace, I was reading this and I turned to Olive and I was like, Olive, I just want you to know that your best time of day doesn't have to be providing a meal for everyone. Like you can still enjoy that. But, you know, reach, reach bigger, star. <laughs> Reach for the stars, star. I feel like the guy, Jerry Spinelli, wrote his own Wikipedia. Oh, and he's definitely a pedophile. There is no way. You should see his haircut. Yeah. Well, I can (gasps) tell you. Oh, He is an alumni of the great Pennsylvania school, Gettysburg College. No. Oh, oh my gosh. The Gettysburg what? The dragons? What are they? Bullets. He's a bullet. He's notable. Ugh. He's a notable alumni, by Ew. the way. I don't want to share alumni status with him. He also went to Johns Hopkins. Well, all I'm saying is this book annoyed me, and I had to tell Olive to they reach, have reach higher. They have 21 grandchildren. <gasps> I'm fascinated by this guy. I can't believe he has there. a Wikipedia. Also, also, why are old. you on his? Why aren't you on hers? Because hers was boring. Oh, well. Because she gives all her accolades to her fucking so husband. So I get what you're saying. She wrote a book with a mother's cooking dinner. Okay. And the, I just, I just wish. Our kids watch me cook dinner every single night. I know. Uh, In many households, the woman doesn't cook. The woman out earns the man. I mean. No. What I'm saying is this book is highlighting everyone's best time of day. And I just feel like everyone else got to do something for themselves and it doesn't portray the woman. It just kind of perpetuates that, like, the woman is just there to serve others. And maybe it just hit a chord with me that that's what I kind of feel. Like, I feel like I am just here to serve everybody and help with everything. But why and is that? Why is that? Why do you feel like you're here to serve? First of all, your job is not to serve people, but, like, you are literally there to help. Yeah, I don't, I like my job. Right. It's about being home and feeling like, but is that just the nature of parenting young children? Like, we are there to serve. Do you, I don't want to be. But do you feel it? 
that I'm there to serve. Yeah. I feel more like my entire day in life like revolves around the children. I don't feel like it's servitude. I feel, I feel often and and our, well, our kids in particular will refuse to let you do things. Like they will only let me do a lot. Well, specifically Olive. Yeah. So, and I do, I feel like I, I do a lot for the family and I don't necessarily feel like the family does a lot for me. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of sad to hear. Well, but like, I mean, the kids aren't going to do stuff for me. So really, I'm already down to only you. That You know what I mean? Like, they keep, <laughs> I feel like I do a lot. You do. But like, you know, I don't know. I feel like I do a lot. I'm not. This is not like this is not I mean, an attack. We both do a lot. Yes, I'm not attacking. And I think the book aptly shows that many members of families do a lot. The guy's working. He can, he, God forbid he takes a break in the shade. Right. I'm, yes. But I'm just saying that the the wife's role really just seems one of servitude. She is portrayed in within like eight pages of serving three meals and and massive and this like big family and everyone else is kind of taking time to themselves and the mom is just portrayed only as serving. Just stuck a coin with me. That okay. was it. That's fair. And it was written in 05, and the woman was born in 42 or whatever, so I get it. She, oh, no. It's just not a book I would have chosen had I read it prior to. Well, sure. So, and I don't think I've brought up on the, well, maybe in the anti-racist. I also think I didn't do a very good job on raising anti-racist children in our last episode. I think we'll do some follow-up. You mean you didn't do a good job raising anti-racist no. children? No. <laughs> well, I mean, the jury's still out. I mean, they're I saw, still young. I saw, like, a toddler-sized clan outfit in the wash. Get out of here. That's not even a funny thing to say. So... No, in the episode we did on raising anti-racist children, I mean, it was really just the tip of the iceberg. That was iceberg. like two episodes ago. And, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I have thought about... You like, yelled at there's... me for like a half hour in that episode. No. Well, I mean, I <laughs> you do... Did. You did. Okay, That's what well, What can you do? So, um, I, th- there's a lot more to the conversation, just the one, but I do think I also brought up my goal when I take out books from the library for the kids are to try to get window books so they can see and learn about other people's experiences that are different from their own. Look at different types of people, skin colors, um, cultures, you know, just everything. Um, <clears throat> and so this book just doesn't doesn't hit the mark. So that was my rant. And I hope that people at least thought that was semi-funny. I was more angry about it when I read it to Olive. And, and as I read it and I had to defend myself, <laughs> maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought. But it felt like, I don't Even know. Buddy is facing away from you. The cat. He's like, 18 minutes on this? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. 18 meow minutes on this? Oh, nice. That was a reach. We're pushing 19. Is this worth it? Okay, fine. All right. Wrap it up then. (laughs) Apologize to Eileen. I'm not. I would love to get her on. No. I would feel uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Eileen, you old bitch. (laughs) (laughs) What's your best time of day? Do you think this woman has any idea that two nobodies... From nowhere. Literally nobodies <laughs> are all pissed off about her like 90th book, you know? <laughs> she's like, just out, write she the give check. A shit. She's so write done. the check. She's been retired since 41 whenever she started writing. Yeah, she's probably watching her like 37 million grandkids right now. Anyway. Let's wrap this up. I'm Corey. I'm Eric. This is Time to Woke Up. Adios.